Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of the Pat Down. I'm here, and we talking about, what the fuck we talking Tiger about? King. Tiger, Tiger King, King, yes. That I didn't watch. So I hope y'all enjoy this. I think it's very interesting. They blew my mind with this fucking Joe Exotic. And it's, what's this bitch name? Rambembo? Carol Basket. This bitch Count Basket. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Basket killing niggas with sardine juice on their toes. <laughs> and y'all just stay tuned because right after this, after this music, y'all going to hear all point and view on the fucking Tiger King. <laughs> you better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. This Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. That's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty, but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talking about? It's real though, and cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo You waste your time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny Full blast, this is taste of the future Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it Alright y'all, y'all ask for it We gonna talk about the Tiger King well, guess what? I didn't watch it, but Dion and Chris did. You didn't watch it? No, I didn't want to watch it. I, I what mean, have you been doing? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You goddamn lie. I'm paying my basement. Uh, Three weeks ago, she goes, make sure you watch this. We're gonna I was, talk about that's it. the I, only reason I watched it, because she yeah. said she was going to watch it. I'm glad I did, though. It was amazing. What did you think of it? I watched the first episode. Okay. All right. So you're familiar kind of with some of the stuff. Yeah, I'm familiar with He had the zoo in Florida. He was gay. And his gay boyfriend looked like Amber Lam- Am- Adam Lambert uh, with no money. If he was on meth, that boy was ugly. I don't- Who was Adam Lambert? He was. He's he sings with Queen now. He was on uh, American Idol. American yeah. Idol, and he was like the first. No, like, I'm talking about the one from. Um, Who are you? Ta- you might I'm talking about the one from The Voice. That's what I was like. Oh, is the same guy? All right, Adam Levine. Wow. Oh. And that man does not look like Adam Levine at all. No, I think more Adam Lambert. Well, they say he looked like, he he from Wishlist. He looked looked like if meth was a person. Imagine, and and we're going to spoil the hell out of it, so if you haven't heard it, then turn it off. But imagine working on a documentary for what looked like, what, 10 years at least, and then not knowing if anybody's ever going to watch your documentary at all. And then you have the fortune of your documentary airing during the first pandemic in a hundred years, and everybody's trapped at home across the world. Like, I am so happy for these people because you can tell they put so much work into this over such a long period of time, and man, did it pay off. Just the memes all over the place. People are obsessed with it. When I saw that, uh, I saw that he was keeping them fat ass tigers in his house, and. And don't get me wrong, I, I ain't trying to be racist, but I was like, this some white people shit. Somebody <laughs> gonna get ate up by them goddamn cats. And then them people going to his little homemade zoo, and they was getting their pictures taken with the baby tigers. And mm-hmm. I said, people are really fucking stupid. And then I, I don't know if I got to the second or third episode, but one man went back to the zoo and said, this is my third time this week. I yeah. said, nigga, how many times you want to take a picture with the motherfucking tiger? 
He's he's wrestling him. He, I he, I remember that guy. He's like, I'll pay any amount of money to see these tigers. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she's like, it's his favorite animal. Well, bitch, get him a box of Frosty Flakes. That's the closest I'm going to get to Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In calories, nigga. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even watch the rest of it because I've been painting all week. But Dion was calling me, telling me what happened. Carol motherfucking Baskin. Fuck. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskins. If she is not the Hillary Clinton of the tiger world, I don't know who is. Imagine pretending you're the queen of all the tigers and you've got 10 of them in tinier cages than Joe Dirt has. <laughs> but I knew that bitch won nothing. When she showed up, I knew. I said, this old hating-ass bitch. She was like, I got tiger clothes. I got tiger underwear. Bitch, don't want to see that you in your underwear. Yeah. I knew when she opened that claws and she went went all them pictures she showed with leopard shit i said this bitch won't hug this bitch is crazy yeah this bitch is i i I don't even know i think i probably watched like two three episodes the bitch went to the white house in a cat outfit (laughs) i'm like what the fuck is out first of all bitch you shaped like a banana you shouldn't be putting on no motherfucking tiger anything big folks don't look good in tiger shit (laughs) Tiger shit. You remember that joke I had about Lane Brown? Stop fat people. Stay the fuck out of Animal Prince. It gonna get you tranquilized, bitch. <laughs> and I kept saying, it's ugly shit. Somebody gonna think this bitch don't escape from the zoo. And so I just, I feel so sorry for the cat. I said, anytime you find people who melanin other people be it, it ain't because they feel sorry. Because Let me ask you this, because I didn't watch it. Was the man abusing the cats? Which one? Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a... F- Not on camera. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you never see any tiger abuse other than when that motherfucker bit his foot and was dragging his ass through the Motherfucker! Motherfucker! <laughs> he sh- he busted caps to get that fucking cat off. Yeah, then he, he shot starts- the cat. He, he shot fu- at the cat, but yeah. he didn't shoot the cat. I, I, it he- depends on your definition of abuse because there's different... You know, if, it, if you're an animal person, then all of these people are abusing animals. Mm. You know, like I, I've talked to the people from the Indi- there's a, a big cat rescue here out yeah. by Terre Haute in Indiana. They are awesome. They take great care of the cats. They have big open expanses for them to run in. You know, they're very responsible. They got 180 Stop, cats. Chris, what do you a cat is the motherfucker at your house? So yeah. uh, that's what they're not taking care of. They're taking care of leopards and well, snow nigga, leopards and tigers and lions. Well, that ain't no that cat. Big cat. They all part of the same big cat, cat family. No, yeah. that ain't no cat. They all a part cat of the same. Be at your house rubbing his rubbing around your motherfucking ankles you can't the nigga leave a hair all over your your leg like a black bitch that 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 down now ain't no cat it is a cat it's just a big cat yeah they call them nah. big cats they call them tigers and wolves and eat your little Wolf cat ain't gonna eat a not, motherfucking dog <laughs> yeah those Wolf are dogs not a cat they're dogs <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Making this That's podcast great again. You can put <laughs> you can put peanut butter on your dick and your cat will lick it off. That tiger will bite your whole motherfucking inside up. It is cute how they are kind of like big. They are like cats though. They were like yeah, they, nuzzling oh. up. They're like nuzzling so up. Oh, finish telling me the story. So what was you saying? All right, so Joe. So all of these people. The one that seems to take the best care of the animals is the guy with the harem. The one who who basically oh, yeah, tra- traffics Doc little Antle. girls, Doc Antle, who basically traffics women into his and then yeah. turns oh, them the into young sex. Oh, the young girl, the child molester. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I guess. Might as well, for all intents yes. and purposes. I'm trying to think yeah. of which one was the child molester, because they all seem to have were, some very problematic... Every last one of them was horrible people. Yeah. Like, you had nobody to root for. The best one was the libertarian. Joshua Dial, my man. Who is Joshua Ty? The He's the one? guy that literally every person on the internet has said, oh, that looks like Spangle. The- <laughs> That's the gay dude. No, that not you. <laughs> that's the, gay that's yep. the gay dude is what she just that's said. not the one who in jail no i don't think you got to him he was the libertarian campaign manager is that the one who ran for the president oh no joe dirt joe, ran for yeah that, joe exotic what, is was that his guy. like campaign manager that was yes he you ran. know it's fucked up when a libertarian party campaign manager is the most normal person in an entire documentary i mean yes there were very few redeeming characters like the guy who was the basis of scarface was the most responsible adult <laughs> in this thing. And he didn't mind that somebody got cut up in the shower. So, so there's there's three different tiger owner park park people. So there's Carol Baskin. She has the park in Florida. Joe Exotic. What kind of cats did she have? She had rescue cats. So people who would buy them when they were kittens and then they would get too big. And so they'd be like, oh, I don't know what to fucking do. So she would take them. Because that's a huge care. industry. Like there, That's why there's 180 cats out here i don't know what else to call them. tigers lions tigers are apparently the ones that like get bought the most mm-hmm. which carol baskins caused uh, the problem to get worse because she went after joe exotic and was saying you can't do the tiger cub petting at the malls and so yeah, she i got past that she, yeah. she started fucking with his money and she, so yes. basically he couldn't afford to feed the cats anymore so he turned to breeding and so all of a sudden he's producing more of these cats and selling them to feed his his tigers and putting more cats out into the world. So she really is an irredeemable person without just not even talking about the fact that well, she Well, yeah, because she husband. was meddling in some business that ain't had nothing to do with her. That was her first fucking For her thing. own clout. Like, you can't murder your husband by feeding him to tigers and then tell a nigga he can't make money at the mall. Like, bitch, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Did you get to <laughs> you know that part? I mean? like, <laughs> no, I didn't get to the part where he told me about the bitch murder. Wait a minute. They say she murdered her husband. Nigga, so, when OJ say you did it, bitch, you fucking real. did it. So there's a, That's an expert. He ought to know. There's a part in the documentary where Joe Joe Exotic's shooting at the cats because he's like, they put peanut butter on my shoe. They're trying to get him to eat me. And she goes, why would anybody put cologne on someone's shoes? You put salmon oil on them if you sardine want the cats to oil. eat Yeah, sardine oil if you want them to eat them. I was like, what? So she knows how to feed niggas to tigers. Like... <laughs> And she done told on herself, just they're like OJ use, did. They're going to use this documentary to they convict her. They reopened the case. They're going to use it, it to convict yeah. her. So her husband went missing. Like he, he went to the police with a restraining order. And he because, was going to leave her the next day. Because she said she was going to kill him. He had it in right, and he went to the police station, and they were like, man, she ain't going to do nothing. The next fucking day, he was gone. Disappeared. Mm-hmm. Drove off to Miami, she said. Mm-hmm. And nobody and she ever never looked him. for him. No. Mm-mm. But so, he, but she let he let she she ordered him to be like like um what is it called when they like kill you off or whatever legally you're dead yeah, yeah. legally dead and so then and she was like oh yeah and I also have this document where he left me all his money and Power everything of attorney, yeah, yeah. So he, this, so, her, this girl's she was so she must have been a great lay because like two months into dating he well he picked he, her up. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> She was like she's introducing the documentary by just a crying hoe walking down the street. Like that's how we find out who she is. Yeah. She was walking down the street after getting into a fight with her husband. She was crying. Uh, her husband, her future husband, sees her crying and says, "Hey, hold a gun on me. I just want to talk." <laughs> so she gets in his truck, 
holding a gun on him, and he's just telling her, "Oh, well, how many years that?" Because she is not. She was not that cute. She was cute when she was younger. She was like, yeah, yeah this was she many was married, years ago. Married oh, she, to a guy that looked just like the later guy that you never got to, Jeff. If you see a side by side of the first husband and Jeff, they look a lot alike. So she she leaves that guy who's abusive when she's like twenty, and marries Don. And Don is loaded. Yeah, Don was worth like eight, nine million dollars. And then, and then, like fifteen years down the road, he, he's getting ready to leave her. And then all of a sudden, she, he goes missing. And like they do a full like cold justice episode with all of his family and friends. Like, yeah, she, she did, did it. it. She definitely did. She one hundred percent did it. He told me. And then she did the even more gangster shit. She got the daughters and the ex wife out of the will. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they and she did that before they got married. Like a um, year into dating this guy, she had him change all of his stuff to give her all of the money. And isn't she married? She got married again to an even like a, another she, rich guy. Prince Charles Wish version, yeah. <laughs> this the greater value. Yeah. So when she he so, so his ex wife and daughters didn't get nothing when he nothing. died? Nope. Not a goddamn. And it she all was went horrible. Her and the tigers. Yep. That bitch Carol Baskin is a motherfucker. So <laughs> Joe Exotic, who is super pissed off about his income being stolen, goes and makes a music video <laughs> about... That shit was lit as fuck. I laughed so hard. <laughs> it was so bad. You he found it? he found a lookalike. He he hired a lookalike Carol, and this bitch looked exactly like. I Carol mean, like Eskin. you and Ashley close. To, I mean, like <laughs> dead on. Wow! And, and, and he she dressed is, her up like she be dressing too, <laughs> and feeding heads, rabbit heads to tigers, and he's like, "We just want justice." <laughs> oh, it's like, so good. If you good. go on YouTube, that's <laughs> one of many of his songs. Oh, he has but, a bunch of them. But what? But did, so uh, evidently the song never caught. Hold on, because because uh, 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 nobody knew who the fuck they were no. that are fl- fighting. I bet you that's like, oh, I bet you that's hot now. I have friends who have followed this guy for years. He yeah. apparently is like an I, underground. I thing. learned about him years ago. Yeah. That's why I was, didn't even really watch the documentary. I, I was remember, like, I already knew this. I remember seeing Doc Antle, the the guy mm. in was it South Carolina, I think. Yeah, it's it, it's South or North Carolina, it, Myrtle Beach. It, yeah. So South Carolina. He's he's got he's one of the park owners i remember seeing him on dave letterman when i was like eight or nine years old thinking this guy's so cool he's got fucking tigers in his <laughs> turns out so, you were right <laughs> so <laughs> let me he let the children did, to him did Kara basic fuck with anybody else money or just everybody Zod? she is out so she is out for total domination she uses her facebook page her google position and mm-hmm. basically uses her clout to fuck with all of these other like lower in not like the she's pe- supposed to be like the moral person Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to add that. Yeah, so she's like, she, yeah, exactly. She wants to be the queen bee. She wants to be in charge, even though her park is complete shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got like, what, like 12 cats at her fucking in little zoo. In tiny cages. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's like a backyard yeah. zoo. <laughs> but she's got more followers than all of them and put together. this bitch doesn't have any employees. She makes she makes everybody come out and volunteer. She is the Heidi Fleiss of fucking it workers. It is unbelievable. She, she is out. She's got color coordinated volunteers, Miss Pat. So you what get you mean niggas, nigger day, Chinese day, Asian day. <laughs> you basically you start. Work. Wait, you ain't gonna tell me she got nigger day, no. Asian day, Mexican no, day. No, 
no, no, no. Oh, he said color coordinated. Not, He's scared. They're color coordinated by t-shirt color. Oh. So if you if you wearing like orange, it's like you brand new, you don't know shit, and basically all you do is clean up shit. And then you got to do that for like two years before you can move up the next color level to like green, where you get to clean out the cages. And sometimes you got to. <laughs> But none of these people get paid. And she's and got all excited about it. Thousands of them. Yeah. And they're all trying to fight for the next position. And she's like, I don't even learn the interns' names yeah. ever. So there's an intern program where you can pay money to skip a couple of levels and you get an orange. <laughs> oh my God. Like she is a, like a, is a fucking gangster yeah. ass bitch. Yeah. And you get, wait a minute, the bitch fed her husband, shut down Zoe Zadie, pimp everybody else, and she. Motherfucker working for free? Yes. And she fucking a dingbat? <laughs> yeah. And you think she'd be like the most beautiful person in the world to trick these people into all this dumb stuff? And no. She really is Queen B. She She's really do look else. like a bummer bee in the face. And so she... <laughs> She, <laughs> she, oh, I seen the bitch. The bitch, <laughs> the bitch got. I was like, bitch, I don't know. I bet you when she opened her mouth, it looked like a garage door on the inside. So much fucking play. And her husband, man, like in the beginning, you feel sorry for him. He's so beta, and then by the end, you hate him more than you hate her because they're the most litigious couple. Like, she gonna feed him too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think she's going down. No, it's too hot right now. She gotta yeah. let it die down. For exactly a couple right. Years, he, and then he gonna go. Miss so him. tell me about this whole Joe exotic thing. So Joe go down because I I, I kind of skipped around and I know that he he ended up trying to get somebody killed. His beef. well, his beef started with her when she was fucking with him, getting those mall jobs where right. they, people, yeah, because that was how he was making his money. Like he he was never fucking with her before that. Like. Mm-hmm. He knew about her, but he ain't give a shit. Like, he's in Oklahoma. So after she fucked with his money, he went down to Florida and took pictures. <laughs> he found out that somebody leaked. So he, he had, a, like, an online internet show. And there was this guy who basically made a TV show out of Joe Exotic. And he, someone who watched the show found a picture of her volunteers holding rabbits as right as they were about to feed them to tigers. So he goes down and has a big play outside of Carol Baskin's facility where he dresses up like a rabbit and <laughs> covered in blood in full furry costumes and then has tigers attacking and eating. He's like, fuck you, Carol Baskins, you fucking rabbit murderer. <laughs> Wait a minute. Real tigers were attacking them? No, no. They yeah, people dressed up as tigers. Yeah. It looked like little Daniel Tiger so from he, Mr. Picture, Rogers. Picture, so picture the Easter bunny costumes that people get. That's what Joe Exotic was wearing. And then other people were dressed up as tigers. And they were out in front of her place picketing and doing reenactments of tigers eating them rapidly. And he he snuck in like a secret camera, and then he like got up and he's like, "Carol Baskin says she has two hundred and fifty tigers, but she's a lying bitch." <laughs> so I got this helicopter, so I'm gonna survey her property. <laughs> so he flew over her crib to see actually how many cats she had. He took pictures in front of her sign, yeah, like he had got because he's got these bullet wound tattoos. Yeah, and so he took his shirt off and he's sitting in front of her sign, all <laughs> with the bullet holes, like she <laughs> killed him. He he gave one of the cat seizures from the helicopter. It, it, this, the, and then on his TV show, he would dress up like Carol Baskin real dolls and shoot them in the head with guns. Oh, yeah. Like the amount of guns I have never seen. Like all of a sudden, I understand what everybody's saying about gun safety because I've only ever been exposed to responsible gun owners. But then you watch this show. This man. He just shoot, it's he had, a, he had, he had, stop. Stop. So. So. 
<laughs> he gave a cat a seizure? Yes. <laughs> Go back. Nigga, what happened? Like, did they put a spoon in he his just, mouth? He just laid there like this. <laughs> what happened? It was a mountain lion, so it was afraid of loud noises, I yeah. guess. And when he got in a helicopter and flew over her crib, the cat was like, oh, shit, oh, shit. So, so, <laughs> did she run out there to see about him? Yeah. So you're not going to believe this, but Joe has a meth problem. Excuse <laughs> me? And on his boyfriend. Yeah. Now. And so what, Je- what Joe would do is he would lure, he lured the first guy in with no teeth and then would buy him all kinds of stuff. And then he lured in the young guy, the 19-year-old kid with meth, meth and tigers, basically. And he's like, he, he, Travis, the younger guy was like, but I'm not gay. He goes. Not a, wait till I get through with. He goes. He, he goes. When you watch porn, do you like to see him with big dicks or little dicks? <laughs> and Travis goes. You know what? Big <laughs> dicks. Maybe I am gay. <laughs> I couldn't believe it worked. <laughs> and so Travis. He's like, he goes big dicks. He's like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, how you turn, guys. Yeah. I know. So he he uh so he kind of devolves and then there so then he decides he's going to run for president in 2012 or 16. I think it was 16. 16. So he runs in 2016 and it doesn't go so well so he drops out and he decides Well, to run let for me tell God. you why it didn't go so well. <laughs> he makes all this First of all, he doesn't have any money cuz Carol Baskin fucking sued him. Mm-hmm. Because he did like a copyright infringement on her shit. And so they they take it all his fucking money. Her her place was called Big Cat Rescue, and he called his thing like Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> and copied the logo and the website. So he's doing all this shit with the Big Cat uh, Entertainment Rescue yeah. thing, and she's like, "Oh fuck that, we're going to court." So she sues him. So he's like, "I'm gonna go run for president," and he he makes campaign condoms with his face on them, and he's giving them to kids. And he's and he's paying. How old is the kids? Little kids. They're kids. It doesn't fucking matter how old they are. So well, I can say this: when my sister daughter got pregnant in the sixth grade, she invited everybody to the baby shower. So, <laughs> 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 oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> my question is: if sixth graders can go to a baby shower, how old was it? Because Ramon Dick can fit a condom. No, Miss Pat, what? stop. First of all, Jesus. nobody wanted to know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so let's get back on track. Well, okay. Campaign. You're about the campaign. So, okay, so before before we get there, we got to talk about Jeff, who dresses like uh, he dresses in affliction t-shirts and bandana and, and has a hat on, a flat brim. This guy's 75 years old, and so he gay too. No, but he, he gets a lot of pussy. He he pretends that he's rich, and he may be rich somehow. But he's like descended from circus people. And so he's got all this money. And so in an effort to keep Carol Baskins from stealing Joe Exotic's place, Joe Exotic turns to this guy, Jeff. And then Jeff in turn takes over the place and then eventually like phases Joe Exotic out. And part of that is because he runs for office and basically makes a fool of himself. And, and he embezzles money. To pay for all these condoms with all the tiger camp money he buys he had no money to pay for condoms no because carol fucking sued him because his dumb ass wouldn't leave carol to fuck alone so he was using the the for-profit business to pay for campaign stuff and wasn't claiming it right and so it was all illegal and embezzling and so he brings on this guy named josh dial who is the campaign manager did he even make it on the ballot he did not but his campaign videos 
are absolutely they're hilarious. hilarious because he's I'm like, broke as yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I will say I had bisexual sex. Yeah, I do do drugs. I said, what? I've done drugs before. I'm broke as shit. And fuck Carol Baskin. <laughs> Like a, <laughs> hey, that sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. sounds like Donald Trump and four dollars. I'm running as a libertarian, and that's why he lost. <laughs> he got he actually got third in the libertarian primary, and so like everybody's like, I can't believe he ran, but yeah, he 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 did pretty poorly. So this campaign manager is uh, remind me of the man in New York City. The rent is too goddamn yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just that kind of fool. And he was right. And so. Oh, let me see if I can uh, see post. Oh, darn. So anyways, he, I was going to play the audio, but he, he has these great campaign. Why campaign-ing. don't you play the audio? Because uh, I can't find it while I'm talking. And find so, it, Dion. And so. The audio, what are you looking of him Of his campaign commercial. It's really, really funny. Um, so he runs for office and he's got this guy named Josh Dial, who is his campaign manager. And. Yeah, I really need to quit eating on air. <laughs> it's really gross. And yeah. And so. He, uh, Travis is getting more and more depressed because when you're in an abusive relationship, they isolate you and isolate you and isolate you. Wait a minute. And so Joe... Joe Exotic was beating up Travis? Yes. And so he was basically... The young boy who didn't know he was gay. Yes. And so his first husband, the guy who had the tattoo and the no no teeth, teeth, who has great teeth now, by the way, he, uh, he, he ended up leaving Joe Exotic for a woman who works at the ranch. Today, this is not going out to any kind of a presidential candidate or any politician because the purpose of this video today is to let you know who I am. First thing is, I am not cutting my hair. (laughs) I'm not changing the way I dress. I refuse to wear a suit. I am gay. I've had two boyfriends most of my life. I currently got legally married, thank God. It's finally legal in America. I've had some kinky sex. I have tried drugs through the younger years of my life. I am broke as shit. I have a judgment against me from some bitch down there in Florida. (laughs) But I can tell you, I paid a fine with the USDA, and that is nothing but a civil fine, ladies and gentlemen. That does not mean that I was accused or convicted of any kind of animal cruelty thing. I built one of the biggest facilities and the nicest facilities for exotic animals in this country as far as a private individual goes. I'm Joe Exotic, and don't forget, I am now stepping my foot in the ring to run for president. And this is all paid for by the committee of Joe Exotic Speaks for America. <laughs> a real American hero. Jesus. He, so he, uh, the first husband leaves him because he comes to his senses and goes, oh, by the way, I was never gay. And so he was fucking the front desk lady. Yeah, forever. Got, got her, her pregnant. pregnant, and they left. And then the second boyfriend, the younger guy, he starts getting real depressed, and he he starts saying, "I'm not gay either. I just wanted meth and tigers." And then he just wanted meth and tigers. Tigers, yeah. And he starts getting like real erratic. And then one day he's sitting in the office with the campaign manager, and I don't know if it was an accident or a suicide, but he ends up getting killed by his own gun. He blew his brains out. Yeah. And you see the campaign manager's face when it happens. It is so disturbing, and I feel so bad for that guy. That was the most. That was the most fucked up part of that whole fucked up. Yeah, it fucked him up so bad. He's a Democrat now. (laughs) Fuck you, Chris. (laughs) True true story. My friends interviewed him on a podcast. True. Damn. So 
then he so the, the, the depressed boyfriend blew his brain out in front of the that, yeah and that makes joe exotic give one of the greatest eulogies oh my god in the history of eulogies can you pull up the audio of the eulogy you gotta we gotta play it it's just so so we're gonna take a break and after okay. this break we're gonna come and play this joe, joe exotic boyfriend eulogy so you won't believe it you will not believe it if you haven't seen it because I haven't seen it. So I can't wait. To, it can't be better than my eulogy. Please, no talking. Turn your phones off. I'm almost done. Okay, what is it? All right. Not a day of mourning, but a day of celebration to celebrate the life of Travis Michael Mosinato. And we spent the last four years of our life together. And I asked him every day, I said, why me? He said, because God put me here to make you smile, and that's my job. And it didn't matter how stupid he had to get. But if I was sitting there concentrating as short as I could on the computer to write a letter to a senator or a congressman or something else, he'd run come and rub them balls in my face. <laughs> and everybody at work here knows exactly what I'm talking about, because you've seen his balls. <laughs> They were like golden nuggets to that boy. <laughs> and then that's him singing. What looks like golden nuggets to him? His balls. balls. He oh. is, his mother is front row, and he looks his mother in the face. He's dressed as a pastor. He's dressed as a priest. And says, he loved to make me smile by rubbing his balls in my face. They were like golden nuggets to that boy. <laughs> Dion, that, if you don't give that at my funeral, you're not is, is that, Was that the uh, Travis mama? You. <laughs> was you? that Travis mama? Travis's yeah. mom, yeah. Yeah. What did she do? She she cried. She cried. She's sitting there crying because her son blew his brains out, and this motherfucker's talking about how he loved his ball. And made it all about him. And so Joe Exotic spirals even more, and so Jeff like pushes him out totally. Like it, they, it comes to light that this Jeff dude, who reminds me of my ex stepdad, is is under federal investigation too. And then there's like that gets sped up, and they find out that Joe Exotic's being investigated for embezzlement too. And they find that out because one guy got flipped over an illegal lemur, and so then he started snitching on everybody. And he looks like a bit, he looks like a fat old Chucky doll. It's it, <laughs> that dude was the fucking what was his name? Chris something? No, fuck you. No, <laughs> that was his name though. No, I don't remember what it was. Gerald or something. And so, and he literally, like, the federal agents come, because what happens is Jeff, who literally dresses like a piece of shit, he he goes to this dude and he goes, I'll pay you $100,000 to call Carol Baskins and say, I've got some dirt on Joe Exotic. So he texts Carol and says, I've got some dirt on Joe Exotic. Carol immediately calls the police and the, the USDA and, like, the Wildlife Service, and then they show up to this fat, chucky dude's house and they they go see that lemur there that's illegal you are in a lot of trouble you're gonna have to tell us everything and he goes i am and he literally got flipped on a lemur it was the funniest part of the whole thing to me he started snitching over a lemur (laughs) (laughs) them long neck motherfuckers make you tell the truth so so joe exotic so Joe Exotic partner who he turned his shit on to yeah. told fat Chris Chucky boy yeah. to call crazy bitch. Yeah. And so you and she called the FDA. Yep. Do you, and so Joe Exotic flees. He's he's out. He flees to southern Georgia, uh, southern, southern Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. 
So to he do what? To hide. To hide. Basically. Yeah. Over a goddamn lemur? <laughs> well, no. No, what they turned him in for was so, basically killing tigers illegally. Shoot. What was he doing with the tiger? Joe Exotic, the other tiger? Joe Exotic killed five tigers. He shot them and buried them on his property. So when the uh, FDA people. Why got, he kill them? I don't. So simultaneously, because they just needed to be put down, and apparently there's a process. But simultaneous to he, all he this. He must have took the cheapest process. Yeah, and yeah, so simultaneous to all of this is he's talking all the time about killing Carol Baskins. And he's going to everybody talking about how he needs to kill that bitch, Carol Baskins. And there's one dude that works for Jeff that works at the place that has a teardrop tattoo. So he, of course, assumes this guy's killed somebody. So he we didn't even mention the fact that he bankrupt his parents. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> in the top five. Or the Ooh, guy that Joe, Joe Exotic bankrupt his parents because of fucking with Carol Baskin yeah. so much. They paid for the lawsuits and she bankrupted them and wanted their house and the settlements. Like she, she was evil and he was just she, as they evil took too. The old people house. She Carol tried, yeah. is not fucking playing with these no, people at like, all. When, when 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 I tell you she's that bitch, she's that bitch. I better stop talking about her for she's gonna come try to take my yeah. five dollars. So he goes to <laughs> the dude. Fuck around and get your cash out. <laughs> he goes. Uh, I listen. I'll pay you five grand to kill Carol Baskins as she goes out on her bike ride. And he goes okay. And then Joe Exotic goes, okay, I can only get three by selling tigers. Okay. So he goes down there. He chickens out. He comes back. Somehow, I forget, the feds find out that this is happening or Carol Baskins well, finds out. Well, because what's his face? The, the Chucky dude? Chucky dude snitches. Okay. And so wrapped up in all of it is a murder for hire plot, a conspiracy, and killing animals. And the, and the murder, the tat eye guy, Jeff... All of them are complicit in it. All of them are doing something wrong, but only Joe Exotic ends up getting arrested and being put on trial for, like, like, he was facing, like, 70, 80 years for it and ended up getting 22. For a bitch that he didn't even kill? Right. He was planning on it, but he was broke. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know a lot of niggas say, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But they don't kill you. Well, when you make uh, YouTube videos of blowing a, a... Blow up doll that's supposed to be Carol Baskin. Like, there's a lot of evidence of him yeah. wanting to do what he said it he was, was going to it do. It was a great example. If if they want to put you in jail, they can find reasons to put you in jail. And he gave them a lot of evidence yeah. that they could make it look so, like. So, so let me ask you this. So did so who got who got who got exotic world now? So Jeff, that con artist, went went to build a new exotic world. With a guy who apparently this guy lives in southern Indiana now. He, he, they were forming a little partnership building a new place down in Oklahoma, and that seems to have fallen through. And I think all those animals are now in southern Indiana at the guy who has the monkey. Who, yeah, who goes in on it and then eventually like dies the Hulk Hogan black mustache. I don't know what that was about. He apparently is in southern Indiana with all the, the animals. And Joe Zyder is in jail for yep. 22 years for... Just dreaming of killing a bitch, which I've heard a lot of niggas say, I'm killing you. Well, he you. conspired to yeah. murder her. He said the guy sent, the guy went down there with a machete and was and a crossbow and was going to do it and chicken well, out. What the nigga thought he was? Uh, <laughs> an Indian? Well, he was, I think he was a felon, so he couldn't have had a weapon anyway. Nigga, them, both of them were weapons. That crossbow no, I mean, go gun. through your ass <laughs> and stick you to a cross. <laughs> <laughs> if it's sharp enough. Well, who the fuck go out and hunt a bitch with a crossbow? He, I think he who had kills a, anybody for three grand. What the fuck? That's not enough money. 
I've known some niggas that shoot you for $50. So, I mean, to him, it was a lot of money. But you, you, so he went from Oklahoma to Florida. The guy drove, yes. So yeah. he drove, yeah. which is how many hours? A lot of hours. A lot of hours. Ten. Yeah, with a crossbow and a machete in your back seat. Yeah. And you get all the way down, and this bitch is riding her Well, but he made car. a stop and got drunk, and that's why he ended up, he didn't even go to Florida. Yeah. He ended up in South Carolina somewhere. This guy tells his story while in a bathtub. <laughs> he, he is in Taking a, a bath. He is taking a bath in a trailer, and they are interviewing this guy about his side of the story. And it's did not, he get locked up? He did not. No. He got but immunity. Only because he stopped in North Carolina. It, he, because he snitched on Joe. The prosecutors just wanted Joe Exotic because Carol wanted Joe Exotic. And they were favorable to her, even though she's a murderer. So part of me like goes, okay, this guy's clearly a danger to Carol Baskins and shouldn't be free. But at the, also, I feel like he got railroaded, and those other people should have gone to jail too. Like Jeff is a criminal. Just He's just nothing but criminal conspiracy walking. So Joe Exotic. Get 22 years for dreaming of killing this bitch. No, for trying to kill well, this for, for hiring a hitman on layaway. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. I don't even think he the hi- guy got the money. Yeah. Well, most of the time, they, only, they don't get the money on layaway. Usually, people layaway go back. That's why right. they stopped him. So, Zoe Zodi get 20 years for, for hiring a hitman on layaway. And he's in jail right now. With the coronavirus? He's the, yes. Yeah, he got coronavirus. And he got it from Carol Baskin. And that bitch Carol Baskin's <laughs> have you no shame. <laughs> so I bet you anything, Carol Baskin visit him in jail and sneeze through that little hole. <laughs> Hachoo, motherfucker. She sent him gold nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny, they do phone interviews and there's apparently like some sort of prison Skype. And so you just see like the top half of <laughs> Joe Exotic's head with his little awful bangs that are, oh, it's so funny. He still funny. got the bangs. Yes, he is the same haircut in prison so when the guy was doing a documentary i guess he didn't assume all of this shit was gonna go no because he was just it looked like from the beginning that he was just kind of following joe exotic and then he went to doc antles and the crazy world of big cat people and then yeah, so, all of a sudden, it's like he's lighting his alligator house on fire and killing Alligator house. So this is what happened. The, the guy who was making the Joe Exotic reality TV show was getting ready to make money off of it. Yeah, I remember him. And, I, I got to that part. Right. Because Joe Exotic thought he had a TV show, but he was doing it shitty. Right. So this other guy came in who had TV experience. Right. He had worked on some big shows. Right. Yeah. And said, let me show you how to do it the right way. And it started making it look like a real fucking TV so show. So they got into a fight over uh, rights to the show because he was about to sell it and make money off of it. And so what happened was is Joe Exotic was like, well, fuck it. If you're not going to give me any money, then I'm going to burn this shit to the ground. So he... He burned down his own alligator housing that had all the footage in the TV studio from the from the guy that was he got into a fight with over the rights and shit, and then doctored some footage to make it look like Rick was the one walking in that morning to do it. Yeah, and so, set that guy up. So basically, he this guy had been filming for ten years, and he got nothing out of it. Be- you talking about the guy from uh, the one that was wearing the hat in the interview? 
he was getting ready to sell it for like a million dollars, the reality Why show. would he give Joe Exotic anything? Because Joe's fucking a nutbag, criminal, crazy piece of shit. Like, he probably would have, but he, Joe Exotic goes into his lawyer's office and records the whole conversation. Yeah. Like, if you were ever talking to Joe Exotic, somebody was filming all the time. He was so paranoid, he was constantly c- recording the conversations. And so he's like, I ain't gonna get nothing. He goes, well, it's really up to him. He owns all the rights. Well, this is some fucking bullshit. And so the, the next day, day, he fucking burns down all this dude's footage. He's like, kills ten alligators. Yeah, and <laughs> then has the audacity. He boils these al- the alligators alive, and then has the audacity to blame Rick, and then fundraises a bigger, better TV studio. How the fuck do you boil the alligator? Were they in the house? They were in yeah. the alligator house and yeah. the TV studio when he burned it all down. It was connected. So you didn't have had had audacity to get the alligators out. No. So did he get a bigger, better studio? He did. He fundraised a new one. It's just terrible what some arsonist has done to our alligators, and then he raised a bunch of money. And so, did, like, first of all, why would the arsonist only burn down the studio? Like, if you're gonna burn yeah. shit, you're there. You might as well burn down every fucking thing. Yeah. So did he not? Did he? Get, so so was the man helping him on a new show? No. Or no. was the new they show parted was a shit show? They, they, it, it seemed okay. He looked. Like I he think he had acquired enough knowledge from this guy who was doing the show. I, he he ran it by himself afterward. I have been a part of so many circuses like this and there there's a lot about it that seem like you have chris that that whole this is strictly white people shit yes fucking with tiger ducks and alligator shit that just we don't fuck with nothing that can't sit on your couch yeah i had i ran a campaign that was with a reality tv star rupert great guy nothing like joe exotic totally opposite great person and but we had a cast of characters on that show and like i identified with josh style who's just got himself into a situation and too nice to get out, you know, and th- this, this whole world, like Joe exotic is the type of person that because he has some little bit of fame or social proof mm-hmm. and he's interesting enough. And it seems like people around him, he finds people who kind of have nothing going on yep. and can convince them to do work for them and has just this manipulative power that he clearly uses in the same way that kind of doc. Well, how can you turn about. down a nigga? Well, a white man with the motherfucking bang and a fucking... What's that on the back of his head? Mullet. Mullet. How about the fact that if you didn't want see this, Joe Exotic has an employee, Saf, who gets her arm eaten by a tiger. He does a costume change into a leather jacket with an EMS symbol on the back. Not only does he, in the middle of this crisis, do a costume change, he has that available. <laughs> That was the wildest. That was one of the wilder parts to me too. He's so, did he see about her arm? Well, she came. She came back to work after. Yeah. After the, did he? Did he have insurance? I think he. he I don't know because he was paying those people a hundred dollars a week. Yeah, he seemed to be underpaying people, and like so, they get a Walmart truck of old meat to feed the tigers, and then all the employees would go and go. Oh, this baloney looks all, good. All his employees were people who couldn't get jobs anywhere. Right, else. felons or ne'er do wells. Wow. Just so like she got an arm bit off and he goes, we had an accident. So if you want your money back, I can do that, I guess. Or you can come back later. <laughs> he literally he literally walks into the gift shop and makes this announcement. And everybody's eyes just get really big. And he goes, ah, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> that shit was so crazy. That's your concern right now. So did Tiger eat a whole arm off? Yeah. 
she stuck her arm in the cage and then the tiger tiger grabbed her and she tried to pull it out and you can't you can't pull your arm away from it. like once they grab you it's until they decide to let you go you're not fucking going anywhere. what the lady at the so she tried to reach and when she ripped the tiger just held on and so she yanked her own fucking arm off yeah and so she didn't sue Joe Exotic? No, no. She got it amputated, and then... They were like, we can rehab it and put it back on, but that would take like a long time. And she's like, well, fuck it. Just cut it off so I can go back to work. So she felt bad for... Because she really loved the tigers. Yeah, and felt bad for Joe. So she How went... How the fuck do you find all these crazy people that's got the same interest? They find you. He was, he was the most charismatic dude to get all these crazy people... Like the guy with no legs. Yeah, they got a nigga got an employee with no legs. Yeah, and anybody who roll a wheelchair on dirt. He had (laughs) anybody without limbs in this was a was a stellar person. Like the libertarian campaign manager and the armless and legless people in this were the only normal. So there's a guy who's who got his legs amputated from the knee down from zipline accident. He broke both his legs and fucked up his legs. They had to cut his legs off. So he had two fake prosthetic legs. They had tattoos all over him, and he was one of the tiger keepers. And he's like, I, what they did to Joe was wrong. It's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what they did to your legs was wrong. He did that to himself. <laughs> <laughs> so every one of the people that like were on Joe's staff were like, you know, they, they did him wrong. But then you got the guy, Doc Anno in South Carolina, who's the sex cult leader, he has, a, he has a doctorate in mystical science. <laughs> Which just means he be tricking bitches for pussy. Right. Like, kept them young bitches. I saw him with his fat ass. And I followed, I followed him all on Instagram. He, the, It's even younger now. Like, you should see what's up on that Myrtle Beach compound. Even when, when a man renames you, like, <laughs> like when he takes away your biological name and gives you a name that he wants you to have, yeah. you need to get the fuck away from that, And dude. he calls, and makes you call him Lord. Yeah, he... <laughs> I don't know how anybody likes cats that fucking much to put up with that bullshit. They all have separate houses, and he's there. Like uh, he'll be at one. Can bitch- I ask you this: Is there any black people involved? Shaq went one time. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq I, I, went. I know Shaq went to go see Zah. Yeah. I saw Shaq go see Joe uh-huh. Exotic. No, what I want to know is: there any black people in the compound? No, the cat loving motherfucker. No, I didn't even see any black volunteers at Carol's place. Uh-uh. Nigga, we ain't about to volunteers that much to read you out your motherfucking mouth for a shirt. We ain't about to be volunteer for no color card. Time you say, time a white person say color card. What you put niggas in line? We better get the fuck out of here. No. If I asked you to go with me to the exotic feline rescue center, would you go with me? No. Why it's not? a great place. Why wouldn't you go? The Exotic Feline Rescue Center. Where is it? It's out by Terre Haute. Yeah. No, I don't do big cats. I don't do no cats. You should go. I don't... They do a lion roar. And and that's all right, Nick. It's amazing. Listen to it. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Did you hear that roar? <laughs> I hear it every time I come over here. Yeah, no kidding, man. <laughs> Excuse me, listeners. I hope I didn't scare you, but I can do my own lion roar. I don't got to. I don't fuck with animals. I don't know why. We're gonna people, get her to go. We gotta. You, we we're, got to. we're getting you to go. You're not to. gonna get me to go to no motherfucking up with no big ass cats that weigh more than me. I can't fight them, nigga. Them nigga got hands like bales. You're not gonna fight them. They're behind fences. No, nigga. Do you just tell me that he ate that bitch arm? Well, off? she stuck her arm inside the fence. What, but what? he didn't even think that it wasn't his arm to give back. 
I know. What they told me in the interview What's inside the cage belongs to them. <laughs> is is that if you are if they're feeding, they're aggressive. But that's the only time that they're like the rest of the time they're like they all have different personalities and like lions are. Nigga, I'm not fucking with no bo- bipolar uh, tigers. <laughs> <laughs> One minute he want to fuck you, then he want to beat you, then he want to eat you. I don't got time for that. She has dealt with a lot of abuse. That's true. Life. Yeah, I've dealt with a that's lot of abuse. You don't need Tony the Tiger to whoop around. Yeah, yeah, right. Tony the Tiger to eat me. I'm done being eight. Okay. Crab did a number on her. She don't. I don't need no poor Garrett. I'm yeah, done being eight. I'm done being eight. All I don't right. want no sex. I don't want a goddamn thing. You ain't taking me no motherfucking. We are so farm. going. We are we so to. going. No, we're not. I going. love this place. I've been like eight times. Really? Yes. That's because really you date fun. white women. What does that have to do with anything? There were you, black people there. No, they weren't. Get it? right. See, now you know how I feel when yeah. you guys do it to me. No, <laughs> ain't nobody going. You to would take. like it. What make you think? Do they take kids? Yeah. Yeah. To do what? You just walk through the park, you see the animals, you can they they tell you about them, you hear their backstory. There's one tiger there that loves to pee on people. <laughs> do you ever heard of YouTube? Yeah, but, yeah, but you can't pet at a YouTube. Who the fuck want to pet them niggas? <laughs> I do. Have you not seen the side teeth on you them bitches? Not, you would not catch me touching them. No, I don't. Oh, know. I would ride one. Oh, you really would? Yeah, you? hell yeah. I'd ro- imagine if I rode in here in a lion one day. Mm, you, look like one of them, <laughs> you look like one of them Idaho niggas. <laughs> <laughs> what was that show we were talking about? Boise. The, the, what's the one? Abducted in plain yeah. sight type nigga. I ain't fucking, I don't do none of that shit. We're totally yeah. getting hurt. We have yeah. to. So if you would like to, for me to take you on a practice drive-by <laughs> with a water gun, now nah, I'd do that. <laughs> But I ain't fucking with no tiger. If you are serious about taking me on a practice run for a drive-by, we're doing that for the YouTube. <laughs> I'm not fucking with Yeah, okay. We better be out here because we go on the east side. You might get shot bad at. <laughs> what have I got to lose at this point? <laughs> Your life. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and put you in the car in front of me and say, point that gun at him, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the trigger to a Chris. Jeebus, Pat, why are you drawing this circle on me? And another <laughs> yeah. circle? Wow, another circle. <laughs> you ride by saying, free, nigga! <laughs> Drop that shit! <laughs> and see what happened, Chris, on the east side where every time I wake up, there's a fucking news report that somebody been killed. So if you would like to go on that practice, do you want a real gun or a fake gun? Well, I think if you're going to do drive-by, you want to go real gun, right? Oh, no, no Let's not problem. fuck around. Just jump out and say, you the police. They'll believe you. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you, Chris. I'm not going no Tiger Freeze, Pong. sirs. And, and then you're you going want to me, the Tiger Pong. You want me to go see Joe, Joe, Joe Exotic Animals that he done lost, and he trying to get out and kill Kara Basket? Nigga, how we not know he, he don't get out from coronavirus and just be there in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we we do done it. got caught up in some motherfucking custody over some cats. <laughs> I don't got time for that kind of shit, Chris. I don't get into that white flight shit. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna go in. <laughs> Nigga, bring your cat over here to the door. <laughs> All right. I rub that fat motherfucker, <laughs> slap the door in his face. 
<laughs> you really hate cats. I don't like I don't like cats because they they're useless. They don't do shit. They just rub up on you. Like my cat had a, my my next door neighbor had a cat. This was old hood ass cat right here. <laughs> this cat was the hoodest motherfucker. If this cat was a human, he'd be a nigga with no job. Let me tell you what this cat used to do. This cat used to grab rabbits and shit out out the side of the house and beat they motherfucking ass. One time this nigga was had a rat about big as him slamming this motherfucker like they was WWE. So I go and knock on the door and I say, y'all need to come out here, come out here, your motherfucking cat out here getting his ass whipped by this rat. They out there tussing like two niggas, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no lie. The little girl who I call Dennis the Menace next door, I thought she Dennis the Menace. That for crazy. She come out there and grab the rat and choke that motherfucker out and sling him to the ground. I said, oh, hell no. Y'all crazy. And I went in the house. Wait, what? <laughs> she choked that motherfucking rat out. At the cat mouth. The cat like, Nick, bitch, I had it. <laughs> I had it, bitch. I ain't got you for your help. But I'm looking at the cat like, I think you needed some help towards the end. That rat was about to whoop your motherfucking ass. And you know a rat mad when they stand up on their two leg, nigga. <laughs> when, they, when they stand up on their two legs, he was like, bring it on, you fat motherfucker. <laughs> he was out there fighting like a motherfucker. So you ain't about to eat me. I'm about to eat you. Tussling like two niggas. The story of a next door's neighbor's cat. <laughs> Man, my next door neighbor, she got three girls. Tussling. Man. Tussling is such a great word. I know. <laughs> Tussling. And that, my next door neighbor. That was like an album. I've never heard that word, but I knew exactly what you meant. Tussling. Rassling. Yeah. yeah. Right. Man, one time I came home... Um, I, I'm driving down the street and uh, by six o'clock in the morning, I usually go to Speedway and get my coffee and shit. And so I'm coming in. It's summertime. By, probably by seven, I look up and uh, my next old neighbor daughter done clammed on the roof, sitting up there with her cat. And she probably in, I'm thinking, she only know if she was in the kindergarten at the time. I'm beating on the door. Wake up, bitch. Wake up. And she fi- I finally get the mama to the door. She was like, well, I see your motherfucking daughter on the roof with your cat. <laughs> <laughs> so she step out there. She step in the yard. Go in the house. And the little girl one more. I said, get in the motherfucking house, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she looking at me like, don't talk to my kid like that. I'm like, but she on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker Dennis the Menace, boy. I come home one day early in the morning from getting coffee. She got her little portable little truck out there. She, I don't even think she in kindergarten yet. She got traffic backed up crying in her car because her battery died. <laughs> and the people too nice in my neighborhood to sling that shit in the yard and make her go in the fucking house. <laughs> I go around. I said, get your motherfucking ass in the house, nigga. <laughs> um, I said, why you out here? I said, do your mama know you out here? My battery died. Fuck your battery. I threw that goddamn car in the driveway and made her take her little ass in the house. <laughs> But everybody else just said about it. Oh, she's so cute. Her battery died. Said, bitch, I got to get in the house. My cough about to get cold. Tussling like two niggas too. <laughs> Miss Pat throws the car in the driveway. Coming this summer. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor's one little girl. She like Dennis the man. Boy, I bought my kids some scooter one year. And an electric scooter. And they were scared to ride them because they were so fast. So I said, let me tell you. I said, ain't nothing wrong with this scooter. That motherfucker they door ride that motherfucker. I said, hey, to put your door on there. That bitch was zoom. <laughs> she was gone on that motherfucker. <laughs> 
I want to meet this kid. So I say, awesome. y'all some pussy ass nigga. Now she ride, she ride that motherfucker. Throw her little foot out and hit that motherfucking Willie. Went around that corner and came back. I said, that bitch crazy. <laughs> Dennis the menace. I call her Dennis the menace. Ever since I've known her, she when I saw her choke that red eye, I said, this a bad bitch right here. One time, on the roof in kindergarten with a cat. One time a rabbit fell down in Gary on the Wonder Right. And so we scared to get it. So I was like, go in the door and get the little girl. She'll get that motherfucking rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time Gary Allen went outside in years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy ended up coming over and get him. I was like, what are we gonna do with him? He's like, we're just gonna let him go and hop. Cause we got a lot of rabbits around here at night. Right. And he's like, just I said, you just gonna let this motherfucker hop around the neighborhood? I guess so. But that little girl in that door, she she don't grow up now, but that's a tough motherfucker. Boy, I can see the day she get a boyfriend, she gonna choke hold that nigga out. <laughs> when I saw her choke that rat that day, yank that rat out that cat mouth, I said, Oh, she crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. She don't give a fuck. I said, I said, Raymond, that's the type that's the type of girl right there you need to bring home. That motherfucker gonna fight for you right now. <laughs> She's a tough motherfucker. She might. I think she will. Mm-hmm. I don't think you get no crazy in my neighbor neighbor daughter. And it's three of them, but I think she's the toughest one. I don't even know her name. I just call her Dennis the Man. <laughs> she don't play that shit. She don't play that shit. What? Well, so are you going to finish it now that we've we've talked about it? Yeah, I'm going to finish it. I'm, I'm going to finish it. Does it interest you more now that you kind of, even though it's spoiled? It interests me then. It is spoiled. I mean, it interests me then. I just, I've been painting and shit. Right. I just haven't had time. Just I, turn it on and listen to it while you're painting. Because you don't need to watch it as long as you hear the, like, it's just fucking like ridiculous. We, if, I, if I watch it, I know we're going to have a part two to this shit. I've watched, I've watched it one and a half times and the second time that I was going through it. I saw so many more things that I didn't see the first time. And I don't know how. And I was just like, how did I miss that? Like, you you know, like. You were blown away by the shit you heard. Yeah. Like, because I was busy tweeting going, did you guys see this shit? I mean, it, it's That's really how I amazing. was when I watched it at Duck and Planks. Yeah. I was like, this is the cra I mean, it was the craziest shit I ever seen. Everybody like, oh, Miss Pat, you got to watch it. So I didn't watch it. We're going to do one with with me watching it. And then we're going to come back and do another one with, with without me watching it. And then we're going to do another one with me watching it. Because <laughs> now y'all make me want to watch it even more. I want to see these boyfriends and this campaign he ran. Oh, my God. Because I've been seeing it on the internet. I was like... That's for this guy. Like you said, it's got to be great that your documentary fucking drop in a pandemic and the world just catch on to it. Everybody's talking about it. I mean, it was literally just if it wasn't coronavirus memes, it was Joe. But everybody Joe who was asking me in the group to watch it, the fan, they was like, but Miss Pat, we got to warn you. All white people ain't like this. I was like, what the fuck is happening with Joe Exotic? Everybody from Oklahoma said, no, we are all like this. <laughs> <laughs> My husband was stationed in Oklahoma. Was he? Yeah. When he was in the military, he was stationed. I didn't know he was in the military. He don't tell anybody he was in the military. He was there for five years. Well, you probably shouldn't have said it. Oh, it don't. I mean, he just don't. He don't go around like most people. I am a military I'm a veteran. Man. Yeah, yeah. He don't. He don't Boomer do all of that. He'll never tell you he's a veteran. He uh, he went to the Persian Gulf. Mm, wow. Yeah, what, he was in sir, war. What branch? Army. He was okay. in the army. Yeah, he fought for this country and everything. Oh. But he'll never tell you. That, well, that's when I met him when he first got out. Okay. Yeah, he had just gotten out. I don't even think he had been out a year when I met him. Wow. Yeah, he uh, he went to, um, he said he saw Hussein Palace. He said it was really? beautiful. 
Did, so was he from Atlanta then? And then mm-hmm. he, okay, he's so he from got Atlanta. Out, home. And he said, uh, "I said, what made you join the army? Because his daddy was Navy. Mm. I think Navy or I think Navy. His daddy was Navy. He, I said, what made you join the army? And he said, um, he said uh, he got in the car with this drug dealer in the neighborhood, and the guy wanted him to be a drug dealer. And he talking to him about you know how he can show him how to make money. He said, oh okay. And on Old National in Atlanta, they were passing this say." Uh, you know, the army wants you or some shit. He said, oh, yeah, I was going right there. Drop me off right here. Mm. And he said, he just he sick of this nigga he was riding with in the car and got out and walked in. <laughs> and said, sign me up for this nigga. He'll sign me up. That's awesome. <laughs> and he ended up going in the army. <laughs> I said, boy, you did make a different choice because the drug, you would have made a lot more money as a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, that's how he ended up going to the army. Mm, he was there cool. for five years. My dad was years. a Marine. He was stationed in Okinawa. And he said, if they hadn't sent me home, you'd have never been born. <laughs> <laughs> my dad loved Japan. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My grandfather was in was in the Battle of Okinawa in World War II. Yeah. He snuck in at 16 years old after Pearl Harbor. He, he had his parents falsify his records for him to, so he could sneak into the war. That's crazy. Yeah. Did he want to go to war? He wanted to really bad, and he broke his back in basic training and healed up and then got sent over around 18. He was in the Battle of Okinawa, and he was bayoneted on the beach so badly that the Red Cross left him, and he ended up surviving and came back, met my grandma, and then they were in love forever. So So, wait a minute. He got got what on the beach? He got stabbed. Stabbed, basically. Why did Red Cross leave him? Because he was so bad on, laying there on the beach that they were like, he'll never make it. Just go to somebody who has a better chance. So Somehow how, who, he survived. So some Japanese people got him in, yeah. and took care of him? No. he After the battle was over, they picked him up, and he healed up. It's kind of a miraculous healing. I mean, it's really amazing. So while the fighting was going on, he got, he got stabbed. Yeah. And, and then the medics were like, Oh, we can't save him. Yeah. So then the battle wraps up, and then they're getting the bodies and whatnot. Right. He's still alive. Yes. And so they do treat him. Yes. And then he okay, and he survives. Well, that's did you see any cuts on your granddaddy? No, I didn't. I didn't ask to examine his cuts. <laughs> I don't think he made it up. He he you was. You have to be careful with them war stories. Those people be lying. He, I only know this story because my grandmother told me the story. Did you meet your granddaddy? Yes. He died in 97. You know a lot of black kids don't meet their granddaddies. Yeah, he was... Like a sneaker, as Dion said. <laughs> I was fortunate that I got to meet my great-grandparents on my dad's side. I met my great-grandparents on my mother's side. I didn't side. have any grandparents. That sucks. Oh, I had my granddaddy. Yes, I did. I had my granddaddy. Yeah. But you know, my grandmama was poisoned with liquor. And... um you mean I, she was poisoned with liquor? She used to be an alcoholic. Oh. This is a story my I thought you meant like her. somebody put something in her drink and she died. Yeah, that's what happened. What? That's Why what have it, I never heard this? I don't know. I don't talk about my grandmother. My mother said, and my uncle died like that too. My mama said that her mother was an alcoholic and she used to go to this bootleg house and drink all the time and they poisoned her. And I remember as a little girl, my uncle was the first person I ever seen or ever heard of dying. And he used to be at this liquor store on Simpson Road in Atlanta. And he, um, he uh, was poisoned. And his drink. I told this story before. My uncle, remember? No. 
Really? So uh, I thought I told this story before, but my uncle died. And so I went to school with my cousin who wouldn't claim me because we was poor. And her, they, you know, she was coming, she's coming from a better household. So even though we was first cousin, her mama and my daddy was brothers and sisters. So she was my fucking first cousin, but she wouldn't claim me because we was like the dirty cousins. You know, <laughs> you know, we was the cousin that we was part of the family that you didn't fuck with. They was more yeah. of the bougie niggas. And so, uh, uh, she wouldn't speak to me and she would talk about me and shit. So I was like, well, fuck you, bitch. You don't want to be my friend because I just want to be her friend. I wouldn't even, I didn't even want to be her cousin. I just want to be her fucking friend. <laughs> so <laughs> my dumb ass did the most stupid shit. We went to my, my mama went to my uncle's funeral. You know, black people love taking people pictures of people in caskets. <laughs> so I took all her daddy casket pictures to school and showed them to everybody. God damn. What the fuck? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Here's your dead dad. Is that what I just heard? Look, y'all, look what her daddy looked like dead. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I did. I was like, that's why you. I was no like, wonder those kids you... were so nasty to me earlier. My I God. Said, that's why your daddy is dead, bitch. And he died of being drunk. <laughs> and she just cried because she was like, I think she was more of a daddy's girl. And um, is that the worst thing? I, it wasn't worse for me because she I was a dirty cousin and she wouldn't speak to me and, and even though we was first fucking cousin, our yeah. mama and daddy was sisters and brothers. <laughs> but she would not speak to me. She thought she was better than me. We went still to, alive. I don't even know her name. <laughs> I remember me I remember her being in like the a great audacity that you would ask. I remember I don't know her name, but I just Don't know her last name. <laughs> her last name her last name is probably Walker because that's what all mate. That's my mama them name. But she would she didn't fuck with me in school, and she was like a, maybe a grade or two higher than me. And we was first fucking cousins. And ever since you showed her daddy's funeral picture, she hadn't fucked with you since. Well, she was just crying, and they took us into the <laughs> office, and they was like, "How can you do that?" I was like, "Fuck her. She won't speak to me. I was just trying to be her friend." <laughs> that's so sad on both sides because you just wanted her to like you i just wanted her to yeah. like me and then you know uh did make it very easy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well she never fucks with us like even though her daddy was a drunk and um uh my uncle would come to our house her mother would come to our house for her daddy but she was just too good to get out the car so they felt like they lived down not far from us uh, and they just felt, I just felt like they felt like they was better than us. The mama probably was educated too. It was two of them, but I went to school with the younger sister. I don't even remember her fucking name, but it was my uncle. Um, what was his name? My uncle, uh, we used to call him uncle Bo. I don't know what his real name was, but he died when I was, that's the first person I ever heard died. And he died. He got poison of alcohol. He used to be behind a liquor store on Simpson Road all the How time. How old were you when you took the death pictures? I didn't take the death picture. My mama took them. Because, mm. you know, black people love to take pictures of you at the funeral and the casket and shit and put no, them in the scrapbook. How old were you yeah, when, like when, when you went to We school. was in elementary. So we was probably in the fifth grade. Old and, enough to know better, but too young to know any different. That's yeah. Really- so I just wanted her to be my friend. We was, matter of fact, we was going to. Uh, it was either English Avenue or Kennedy. So we was either fifth or sixth grade, Kennedy Middle, because middle school started at sixth grade back then. So it was either it was either English Avenue. I want to say it was Kennedy. We was sixth grade, 
And she was a higher grade than me, but she would not speak to me. And then we would, after I showed everybody the picture, they were like, oh, look at your daddy, dad in the cat. <laughs> 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 That was one day everybody liked me. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, Patricia got a picture of your dad, daddy. You know, kids just being fucking stupid. me. That yeah. is. <laughs> so, you would have been expelled if you went to Plainfield. I- <laughs> so they, they bring us up to the office and uh, they asked me for the pictures. And I was like, no, this is my uncle. And then they was like, what you mean? I said, these my uncle pictures, and my mama took these pictures of him. They like, do your mama know you got pictures of her brother here? I was like, no, nah, I thought maybe she wanted to see her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Lying on his back while I'm making fun of him. What the fuck? No. Boy, my mama was mad at my ass. You stupid bitch, why would you do that? I was like, because she wouldn't be my friend. So I got that bitch back. And she never spoke to me because I ended up dropping out before we went to high school. She never spoke to me again. Definitely so. Yeah, honestly, I don't blame her. She looked at me sideways and rolled her fucking eyes and she just never spoke to me again. I could still see that moment in that hallway when she saw that I was giving her, showing everybody her dead daddy. Because my mama took good pictures with a Polaroid. (laughs) She was a dead daddy artist. <laughs> she was the Ansel Adams. Dead daddy artist. The Ansel Adams of dead daddies. <laughs> I don't know like, who the fuck that is. <laughs> but you sound like a good <laughs> Like, don't you fuck with me, bitch. I know how to get you back. <laughs> she said her mom took great pictures. She, she shook the shit out of the pictures. <laughs> she shook the shit out of them pictures. They were Polaroids, too, and it was a stack of them, too. And I don't even know why my mama took... She, oh, that, look, look, I gotta get a different angle. <laughs> it was a Polaroid. <laughs> Got a dead daddy photo shoot here. <laughs> Tilt your head back. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> Say cheese. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, don't, y'all don't take pictures of people in cash. No, we do no. that shit, don't we, Dion? Black people do, yes. No, I, I've <laughs> never seen that. Black people take pictures. I remember when my niece, Quisha, died, and her mama said, no photos. Now, really? Yeah. You remember that, Ashley? Quita. Who did I say? Quisha. No, not Quisha. Lord, no, not Quisha. Quita. When my niece, when my niece Quita, sounds like Quita. Weird name for a vagina. Ah, <laughs> oh, I touched her Quita. <laughs> when <laughs> go watch died, your damn man. Her mama said, no photos. But it's a lot of funerals like that. Everybody takes picture of dead people in the casket. I I hate open caskets, and I remember going to one funeral and the spouse was touching the the body, you know, like and it was a sweet thing. Like this is the last time I get to hold their hand. But I just remember thinking, like, why are you doing that? That's so creepy. Like I hate. I don't I go can't up do the, to the ones cat. that kiss them. Uh, like people was kissing my uh, granddaddy and shit. I can't kiss the dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I cannot. My, my hats go off to you if you if you do that. If you do dead people hair yeah. and then bomb them. I can't, you know. So I was talking to a man in Philly. You can go to Philly with me. No. In Philly. And he was telling me he, he was a comedian. He said he embalmed bodies. And I said, well, do they make noise? He was like, 
when the air escapes the body, it needs to get all the way out of the body. So sometimes when you be riding them down the road, they be like, I said, nigga. He be saying, I be trapped in their throat. I said, nigga, when I tell you that that car be wrapped around that goddamn pole, or I be done put that nigga out on the bus stop. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nowhere in the fuck you gonna be in no car. Me and you goggling, and they just told me you dead, and it sound like you got that brush in your motherfucking teeth. Scaring the dog oh, shit out I'll of me. I'll make it right. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take no pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> Why you think that's you see how they did with them when she died? They wouldn't took her picture? No. Oh yeah, they sold that to the tabloid. But you just don't tell poor nigga right. Yeah, to. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah, they took they took a picture of the funeral home people after they promised they wouldn't do that shit. But they did it for witness for money. But they do it. If you go over old people house, like if I get, I guarantee you, my aunt Glory Jean got a picture of everybody that done died in our family. Would she have like the little Fuji film one? No, no, no. She what, got Polaroids re- of everybody. <laughs> I bet you they got. I bet you my cousin probably got my granddaddy in the casket because I remember going to his funeral and they were taking his picture. Why would you want to look at that later though? Like, look at them when they're full of life and vigor and blood. Well, you keep them. Some people, some people blow their people dead people pictures up and put them in the house. And so I'm just keeping in the photo like, That's like the, yeah, the I don't the like, old my my uncle died in September and when we went to the the viewing he all his pictures were of it was open casket but nobody yeah. nobody took pictures of him in the casket. Oh no. I, we probably would have whooped your ass if we even saw you. Yeah. Like, nah, they took out their phone. They got phone number. Back in the day, everybody had a Polaroid around their neck, nigga. So back in back in the day with the daguerreotypes, like the old photos, like 150 years ago, 100 years ago, if somebody would die, they would take you at right after you died. They go, we got to make a photo appointment, and they'd like put a metal rod up your back to hold you up, and the whole family would get around you, and you'd take a picture with a dead person. Like there, if you look up death photos. You'll you'll see a ton of those because they were like, "Hey, we don't have a picture of this guy. Let's get one." So it was very common. No, we did it, but we we they was called casket pictures. Yeah, and if you didn't have a casket picture, you wasn't shit. (laughs) It was like you had to get a casket picture. (laughs) I mean, because when you, I mean, I guess people look at black people look at it like this when you know when you look back thirty years from now, you want to see your uncle here. He go when he was alive, and he go on Polaroid when he was in a casket. So. They want to show you beginning and the end. Mm. But black people got a lot of Polaroid cameras. And y'all let me know if y'all go to funerals, not with the fucking cameras, because I know people do it now when people die in drive-bys and shit like that. But I'm talking about Polaroid, dead people. Let us know if you got if your relatives got Polaroid dead people and watch the response when and you see it. Do not post it. I don't want to see it. No, don't post your dead people now. That ain't right. Just let us know if, if you ever been to a funeral and a nigga had a Polaroid around his neck. You gotta clarify. Because Dion and I will get a million of those if you don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all y'all let us know. And I know they out there. Because I do I have my granddad in the casket? I think we took. I think my aunt took pictures of my my daddy when he died. Really? Yeah, she took pictures of him. Um, I know when my grandmother died, which was my daddy's mama, they took pictures of her in the casket. Did you take pictures of your dad when he died? Nigga, no. <laughs> my, my, I think my aunt did. I, I don't have time for all that. I'm I'm the type of person. I don't believe this. Is just me. I don't go to nobody's grave. 
you know, of course, I've said this on the time I said my mama's on fire, but I just feel like <laughs> I feel like you should leave the dead alone. You yeah. should leave them alone. Nobody want to hear your earthly problems. I've gone to visit my grandparents' grave just because I wanted I, uh, my grandpa was in it at the time. My grandma hadn't died yet. I just did that once. Well, you know, like my, but, my niece who passed away, she got killed. And every year, black folks do this. They put on, they get, they spray painted t-shirts and they go to the grave and do a party. Mm. Every fucking year. It's your, it's like it's a birthday. They celebrate her day she died and the date her birthday. That's cute. What? Weird. I like that. Cause she died in February. Her birthday is in March. So they just got through celebrating her birthday. But they, on, the day she died was February to something. They was out there at her grave with, 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 with balloons and shit. Yeah. Like keep the memory of the family member alive. No. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't go. You rest in peace parties. I've talked about them before. Black people are big with rest in peace parties. They requires t-shirts and barbecues. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, especially when I know the way the motherfucker died. Sometimes these motherfuckers be done died, robbing and look stolen shit. I ain't going out here and celebrate <laughs> this nigga. He the reason why all taxes high. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about this. When somebody steal out of stores, they make shit high in that community. Yeah. So if you stealing, a, 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 if you stealing nine times out of ten, if it's a ghetto, the prices are already high. Well, they're going to put those prices back into them and put the prices back into the item that you purchase so they can make up for all the theft. I don't got time for that. That's like that comedian we talked about one time who in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. That nigga. Every time I see him, I want to kick his motherfucking legs. <laughs> he wouldn't feel it. Hmm? They beat my legs, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got to wrap up. <laughs> we really enjoyed y'all. Y'all make sure y'all stay safe, and we're going to try to keep pumping this shit out through this quarantine team or whatever the fuck it is until we all get back to work. And I pray and hope that y'all have, that y'all all get a stimulus check. Are y'all getting stimulus checks? I hope so. No. I, I don't think I will, but I pray and hope all of you guys get stimulus checks. Keep your hand washed, your ass closed, and stay prayed up. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.